0: What I'm about to share is going to save you a lot of stress this season. So if you're like me, you probably have a lot of kids on your holiday list, whether it's nieces and nephews, your own kids, your friends' kids. And I know a lot of you who listen have families. And also, you're probably at home homeschooling right now looking for new creative things to do with your kids or just creative, fun, connected ways to spend time with your kids. And that's why I'm so excited about KiwiCo is because it delivers hands-on science and art projects for kids of all ages. It's everything needed to spark curiosity and kindle creative thinking, which makes KiwiCo the perfect gift. I know that I'm going to be gifting everybody that I know this to their kids this year. So I'm really excited because the projects are fun and they make you think even as an adult. You guys, I opened up a box and it was a project where you're making a really cute bag. It's called a mochila bag. And you get to paint it, you get to customize it. And not only that, it's so cool because inside it comes with information and stories about what these bags are and what purpose they serve, and you learn all about the area where it came from, this iconic Colombian tote. So cool because you get to learn along with whatever kids you're doing this with. So your child can get a super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every single month, which like I said, if you're homeschooling, this is the coolest thing to be able to add to your child's day. So while they might be unable to go to fun places for the holidays this year, you can gift them an awesome experience with KiwiCo. And I am all about spending time together doing something fun and creative and new while learning You guys know I'm obsessed with learning. I would love to put these together. So KiwiCo is redefining learning with hands-on projects that build confidence, creativity, and critical thinking skills. There's something for every kid or kid at heart at KiwiCo. Get 50% off your first month plus free shipping on any crate line with code HAPPY at KiwiCo.com. That's 50% off your first month at KiwiCo.com. Promo code HAPPY. Find the things that you
1: know keep your mind healthy and positive.
0: Welcome to the Earn Your Happy Podcast. I'm Lori Harder, founder of The Bliss Project, three-time fitness world champion, fitness expert and cover model turned self-love junkie, lifestyle entrepreneur and author. Here we go. Welcome back to the show. I am so glad you tuned back in. I'm so grateful for all of you. I especially love getting to see all of you who are listening on Instagram so I can actually know who I'm talking to. So thank you guys for always sharing your stories and your biggest takeaways. And before we get started and intro my epic guest... I love this woman. I am going to remind you that we are having a flash sale right now on all three of our online courses. So you're going to get three of our courses for the price of one by texting the word BUNDLE to 310 310- Four nine six eight three six three. You can text the word bundle to 310 And we're going to give you all the info on that. And that is for our course called Aligned. That is for Chris's course, The Money Principles. And that is also for The Bliss Habit. So you guys, we wanted to be able to give you a 72-hour flash sale so that you can get all three for the price of one because we know that these are all of the things included in these e-courses that have helped us grow our potential, reach our potential, and really, really get our mindset into the place where we can create those goals and reach those goals, especially financially and in our relationships. So text the word BUNDLE to 310-496-8363. And I will send you the link for that 72-hour flash sale that started today. So I'm so excited for my guest. Her name is Brittany Driscoll. She's the co-founder and chief executive officer at Squeeze, a better massage experience from the founders of Drybar. Prior to launching Squeeze, Brittany spent four years running marketing for Drybar, where she helped take the company from $30 million to more than $100 million. She also opened more than 50 new shops and launched the Drybar product line internationally, as well as in Sephora, Ulta, Nordstrom, and Bloomingdale's. Before Drybar, Brittany spent over decades in marketing and advertising at agencies, including Mistress, Mattel, the Coca-Cola company, Hilton Worldwide, Skype, Toyota, and experimental agency USMP Home Depot. And she's since been featured in Forbes, Fast Company, Entrepreneur, and more. She opened the squeeze location in Studio City, and then Britney moved to Nashville, Tennessee with her husband, Jack, to build Squeeze's corporate headquarters while feeding her love of country music, wide open spaces, and of course, Southern hospitality. At the age of 25, Britney was diagnosed with stage two melanoma after noticing an unusual mark on her leg while blow drying her hair, of all things. She was lucky to have caught it early, and now she is cancer free. As a cancer survivor who is also married to a cancer survivor, Britney and her husband have committed to a positive mindset and a healthy lifestyle. One of many reasons she's excited to continue building the feel-good revolution at Squeeze. You guys, I'm so excited to have Brittany on and Squeeze is now open again. So if you live in the LA area, definitely look it up. You're going to love it. And she talks all about why Squeeze is so different from other... Uh, massage chains, and other massage experiences. I'm so excited, you guys. If you don't know, I am like literally a massage junkie. So I'm so excited that this is going to be back and popping up everywhere. And especially if you are interested in becoming an owner, there is opportunity for you all throughout this podcast. So definitely tune in because not only is there opportunity, but there's also just opportunity to go get a massage little bit of self-care. So let's get started. Britt, I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. You guys, we're kind of in like this crazy um, situation right now. Crazy and super fun. Super fun. (laughs) Um, So Chris and I are still on our RV adventure right now. And we are driving through Nashville. I've been wanting to meet you forever. It feels like um, you've just kind of been on my radar. I don't know. You're, you're like one of those people we met on Instagram and I just yeah. immediately like felt we had the same energy. Same. Uh, I was like, it's so easy. Like It just feels so easy. <laughs> um, and so we're in Nashville and you were like, hey, we should do something. And I was like, I was totally going to reach out anyway. Yeah. So this is fantastic. So we are sitting in our RV at a table. It's getting kind of hot in here because we can't turn the air on and we're at a campground. So we're getting it done. I'm like so proud of us right now. Likewise.
1: (laughs) And I mean, beautiful campground. The lake here is just absolutely gorgeous. So thanks for introducing me to it.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So I can't wait to dive in and talk about everything that you're doing and everything you're in the middle of. But I thought it was so cool last night. We were just talking about how... Um, you know, when life feels crazy or you feel stressed out, like we were talking about just our different coping mechanisms. And for you, having lived in California and near the water and then coming to Nashville and you like, you know, obviously there's a ton of water here. I'm yeah. um, just talking about how different people deal with stresses and what that looks like. And we both found a common theme of like, we need to be by the water to Absolutely. kind of like find that place of zen. And I know that you have been like in a I'm sure this has been a really stressful time. Um, so I kind of want to talk about how you've been, you know, what are you doing right now? How are you coping with it? And then we're really going to dive into exactly what you're doing with your business.
1: Yeah, it's definitely been a wild time. I mean, for me, you know, I've always been one of those people that's extremely driven. I'm Mm -hmm. constantly looking for the next thing and growing and pushing and to kind of be forced into this pause is kind of of what I call this time, you know, where we're really, there's not much that can actually be done to, you know, to move forward. What at least I want to, and in, in our business, it really has forced me to kind of take a beat, which mm. has, which has been difficult, but I really have, you know, learned to embrace it. And to your point, I mean, I've gotten outside so much more than mm. I ever have. And it really does ground you in such a beautiful way. I think you know, as hard as this time has been, there's so many blessings that have come from it too. And one of those things is definitely just the chance to be still and enjoy nature for us having just moved to Nashville, like getting the chance to go hiking and, you know, figure out all the different trails. And, um, and I also spent a little bit of time back in California too, and just being by the water in a way that I haven't in such a long time. So, you know, that's the way that I've really been Coping is spending a lot of time outside. The, yeah. the other thing, I mean, I love workout classes, so yeah. that's like kind of what my my jam is normally. And then, of mm-hmm. course, not having that option, so I've really like forced myself to just get outside, and um, and it's been really good. It's been good for my mind, and um, you know, I always say like mindset is your superpower. And yeah. right now, without the momentum, I'm an extrovert and I love people. Without a ton temp- of mm-hmm. people interaction, I've really had to try and find that you know, space that keeps me in a healthy, um, a healthy mindset and getting outside really has been that for me. So I really enjoyed it, you know, and Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful for it. And I think that it's kind of forever changed how I will spend some of my free time. And also the. the things that I want to do and adventures I want to take and ways I want to explore similar to you guys, like how you got this RV. I feel like you probably never would have done this, never. right?
0: Yeah. <laughs> no, never. Like it would have been, it would have taken some sort of, I don't know, yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> you know,
1: it. and like, and how much are you loving it? I mean, what a great way to like explore yeah. the country yeah. and so see eye-opening. new things. And so yeah, that, and you know, the other thing that I've always done consistently specifically since we started Squeeze mm-hmm. is um, I do a morning gratitude practice, I write down, I write down five things that I'm thankful for. And they're little things this morning was, you Mm. know, getting a chance to hang with you guys last night and meet new friends. Um, you know, and it's, for me, it's like, it's gotta be those, those little things that you really focus on that do again, kind of like reset your, your perspective. Um, and so that's been, that's been an important thing for me to keep at it during this time also. Yeah. So I would say those, you know, those two things are kind of just grounding routine and or practices that I try and do consistently. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, I do want to be honest. It's like, I'm, I haven't been, you know, there's definitely been really hard days and mm-hmm. kind of just like the seasons of up and down, um, that, you know, I think all of us have been going through and a lot of questioning, you know, yeah. all aspects of life and your purpose and, you know, kind of what this all means. So. Um yeah, to say that I've been challenged and grown through this uh would definitely be an understatement.
0: Oh man. So I wanna know what you know, tell us what you're doing. So yeah. tell me about your business yes. and where that came from. But then I really would love if you would share um what those really hard days actually looked like. Yeah. Because I think people don't realize how much we can all actually be losing our shit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. No, I will. I will definitely <laughs> talk about that. So my background is in marketing and advertising. I started awesome. my career on the advertising agency side mm. and got a chance to work with world-class brands, Barbie, Hot Wheels, Coca-Cola, oh God, cool. Disney, Hilton. Yes. I mean, did kind of the whole 360 marketing wheel, I like to say. So, yeah. I, you know, I got experience in kind of all of the aspects. I fell in love. I majored in communications. I thought I would go into journalism. I kind of, you know, at one point wanted to so I, you know, I love people and yeah. what I really gravitated toward with marketing was the storytelling aspect. And I know we were talking about Mad Men last night yeah. and how much you love that show and, um, you know, just truly the power of great storytelling and the way that brands can connect with people. Yeah. And I did an internship in college and I really just loved it. And so I kind of, you know, kept along that path and spent about 10 years on the agency side prior to Drybar, which is kind of how, you know, we we lead into Squeeze. But I got to the point with on the agency side where I was itching to work for a brand that I, that personally resonated with me and I was super passionate about. And also I wanted to go, you know, in-house and work for one brand, one company, uh, taking all the knowledge that I had learned over the years. And I was a Drybar client at okay. the time; like mm-hmm. Drybar had just launched, and I absolutely fell in love with everything about the experience. You know, I loved all the little the little touches, the energy of the space, Ali's yeah. story. You know, I yeah. really felt like it was we were coming out of the recession, and it was just such a positive. Brand and yeah. you know we always used to say that we weren't selling happiness or we weren't selling blowouts. We were selling happiness and confidence that came with a blowout. True. And re- yeah, <laughs> I really yeah right. Felt that I mean you do you like there. you can take on the world when you walk in yeah. a dry bar and you know I loved that and so they, they were looking for a head of marketing when I started. They had around thirty locations. The product line had test piloted into seventy Sephora doors. Mm-hmm. So when I came on board, um, the business was around thirty million. I was with the company for four years. I mm-hmm. helped build the entire marketing department, the team. Um, when I left, there were close to ninety locations. The product line was in all Sephora doors, including you know so awesome. Ulta, mm-hmm. Bloomingdale's, Nordstrom, and then international expansion into France, Canada, Mexico, and Spain. So the whole experience of that you know ride was absolutely amazing. Mm. It was so much fun. It was challenging. Uh, it was incredible to, you know, to build that business and work with the amazing people that I did. Um, and then, you know, I kind of got to the point, bar obviously has a long trajectory ahead of itself um, and has done quite well, you know, since, since I left in 2017 as well. But, you know, I got to the point where I, I've always been an entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah. The, the ad agency side, you know, there's a lot of like grit and, figuring things out. And I kind of wanted to get back into, and, and when I started at Drybar, it was like that too. You know, there yeah. was like it was such a small office. I didn't have a team. There was no processes and protocols mm. and all of that. And, you know, we put that in place over the four years, but I really wanted to take what I had learned and do it again. Yeah. I didn't really know though what I wanted to do exactly. I just knew that I wanted to get back into that environment were talking about energy last night too. Like I'm that I feed off of the chaos of the unknown Mm -hmm. and kind of like figuring it all out. So I had built such a great relationship with Michael and Allie and, um, you know, my boss, John, the CEO at the time. And so Mm -hmm. I just told them, I said, you know, I don't know exactly what I want to do, but I'm giving you the heads up, that I'm ready to move on. I want, um, you know, I want a new challenge
0: or it
1: was because they're, you know, it was, we had such great like personal relationships and I didn't want, you know, I didn't want it to, I didn't want it to feel personal because it wasn't personal. It was, and I, and I'm grateful for the way that I approached it because they were so, um, they were grateful for the way that I, you know, that I did it too. It was reciprocal. Yeah, exactly. If you know to stay,
0: that's where I, I I feel like that's where relationships actually, good relationships can turn sounds like staying past the expiration date. Exactly. So yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I just want people to hear that. So they're like, I feel like I should stay because I love them. And you've turned, you guys have turned it into an even cooler relationship now, but we'll get into that. But I just wanted to point that out. No. And I do, I think it's an
1: important point for anyone, you know, who's in the corporate world and or even, you know, a startup where you've got strong relationships with your boss or you're, or you're, you're trying to figure out what it is that you want to do next. And you know, that you, you feel stuck where you're at. It is. And it's important conversation to have. And, and people will respect you for that honesty. Mm -hmm. And also what I did was I said, you know, I'll give you time. Like I'll help you figure out what the transition looks like, finding the next person. Like we'll, we'll do it together type Mm -hmm. of thing. And we did. And it was, you know, it was a transitionary process. And, but part of what ended up happening was Michael, Allie's brother, um, had always had the idea for, squeeze, um, this massage business, uh, which I'll talk about in a second. And he just, you know, they didn't have the bandwidth to get it off the ground, obviously having building a bar the way that it was, they're very busy. And, and so he, he reminded me of that when I, when I came to him and I told him that I was looking for a new challenge, he was like, Hey, do you remember the massage business? And, and I do, I mean, I can honestly say that they would talk about it all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean this is back in like 2013. Yeah. Um but but again it was kind of one of those like oh yeah one day when we all have time and or you know the <laughs> world looks different. Um and here he, we are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And he was like, "Hey, you know, I want you to really think about it because I think that you shouldn't limit limit yourself just to marketing. Like I think you could do more and you know, I've got a short list of people that I would that I would, you know, trust to kind of take take something on and you know, you're at the top of it. So if you, if you want to do this, like consider it because we would love to partner with you type of thing. And it was so, I mean, I've chilled, you know, just thinking about that moment because it was, it was so surreal. It was, um, an opportunity of a lifetime type of thing. But I will say that I, because I had such a great relationship with them and I also didn't know exactly what I wanted. Like I was honestly kind of looking for the next dry bar a company that had established itself a little bit, but needed, you know, kind of the next phase of growth. Yes. Um, starting a business as you well know from the ground up is an entirely different oh my beast. God. <laughs> so um, I told them i said you know i'm I'm really grateful for it. Let me think about it. Yes. I want to explore what else is out there, other opportunities um and there were some great ones for sure a very very different track, you mm-hmm. know um other companies and and whatnot. but what I told Michael was. I'll start to put like the nuts and bolts together for you of this business. Like I'll build out the model. I'll start to think about the brand and kind of like how we could position it. Mm. And even if I don't end up doing it, I'll kind of just give it to you. And you can, you can if you can find someone else to do it, like there's your foundation. Mm -hmm. So, and he was like, okay, great. And so of course, you know, the more I worked on it, the more I got stuck, so excited about it. And, um, and obviously my, my husband would tell you that the second Michael, you know, we had that conversation, I was going to do it. Um, but you know, I wanted to take a little bit of time to think about it all in all, obviously, you know, it ended up, it ended up, um, aligning and, and I partnered with them to start squeeze. So squeeze is a, it's a new massage concept. Uh, the, the idea behind it, you know, we really looked at the massage landscape and similar to driver felt like, On one end of the spectrum, there was the high end spas, which offered like lovely experiences that we, you know, all indulge in, but certainly not attainable for a regular monthly massage. You know, you're spending half of a day there, et cetera. So just not, you know, not attainable for that regular routine. And then on the flip side, you've got the low end discount change, which offer. You know, an affordable price point, but lacks so much from a consumer standpoint, right? Or ex- a consumer experience standpoint. So, what we wanted to do, similar to Driver, was bring in that high end luxury feel at an affordable price point. Mm. The biggest difference, though, with Squeeze within the massage industry, and I would say different than Drybar too, is our technology. Mm-hmm. So we actually don't have a physical point of sale in the location at all. Uh, we It's a full end-to-end app experience. Our guests book through our app. They set all their personalized preferences. So everything from areas of the body you want focused on, what you want avoided, if you want oil, oil or lotion, if you want your table heated, it's all saved to your profile. Your mm. therapist reviews it prior to you even walking in. So you as the guest, you know, you don't have to kind of remember everything that you want to say. Maybe you forget something. Also for your therapist, they have mm. access to that information the entire massage. So you're actually getting the massage that you want. Mm. Um Additionally, when you come into the the space, you can adjust lighting temperature and music of your room. So a very personalized, you know, catered yeah. experience. We don't upcharge for anything. So deep tissue, heat therapy, aromatherapy, it's all included. Mm. And then the best, Oh, and we've also added a ready button to the table so you as the guest, let the therapist know when you're ready for them to re-enter. Yes. So like, again, trying to eliminate a lot of the awkward in-person exchanges that tend to take place in the massage experience as we know it today. Um, And then the best part in a lot of people's perspective is like Uber and Postmates, you rate and tip on your phone Mm -hmm. when you're done at your leisure. So you get to walk, you get to what we like to say, you walk in and you float out. You get to stay in that very relaxed state of mind. You're just, you know, able to kind of do things on your, you know, your own, your own timing after the fact you're not having someone ask you about tipping or check out a process. Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I'm like, hold on, let me get, hold on. Who am I? (laughs) Could you calculate something for me? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So,
1: um, and our first location opened March of 2019 in Studio City on Ventura Boulevard. Uh, it, did phenomenal and it's I feel like first I watched year. that
0: on social and I was so excited I'm like was so excited to go thank you thank <laughs> it was you. such a cool such good energy it's so beautiful yeah. like it's such it just felt like a really positive clean pretty like unique environment
1: thank you yeah we I mean the feedback that we've gotten and you know the just our guests you know population is amazing um and uh Yeah. And, and we were planning on scaling through franchising. And Mm -hmm. so we had sold um, a couple of units prior to, to COVID. um, Mm -hmm. And we had shut down the the studio city shop about a week before our first anniversary. So, you know, clearly we're kind of in this, this holding pattern um, at the moment, but our our goal for scale is to franchise, to find amazing operating partners who, you know, want to bring this great experience into their hometown, their local community, um, and really create a feel-good experience. And I think, you know, the one other piece of the business that I that has come to life in such a beautiful way, one of the things that I started to think about, you know, in those early days when I was just working on the model and the branding was uh we talk about squeeze as a feel-good company. Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much opportunity within the massage space um to create a good working environment for our therapists. And that's really my passion and where I'm really like fueled and, and driven by is just creating a great place for people to come to work. And, you know, at the end of the day, we're a one-to-one business. You need a great therapist to have a great guest experience. And, um, you know, so I always like to say that we're not in the the service industry. We're in the people industry. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, that's really been such an important part is building our culture and, um, you know, our team making them feel valued in a way that I don't really think exists right now in the space. And so that's an important aspect for us when we're identifying franchisees and operating partners is, you know, you need to be a great business mind and very well connected in your community and, you know, obviously love health and uh, wellness and, and all that, but you also need to be able to build and lead a team in a very thoughtful way and, you know, look at them for, not only what they do, but who they are yeah it's such a big part of you know what we're trying to build so so yeah, so that's you know that's squeeze and um the the hope for for things as we move forward, which hopefully you know hopefully we're on somewhat of the back end of all of this, yeah. and we'll just continue forward, but I think your other question was what of my what of my bad days looked, yeah. like, looked like through this um yeah, I mean, to be really honest i I'm not a I don't tend toward um like depression or anxiety. I'm yeah. a very, very positive person, just naturally. Yeah. Um, and so I would never really use those words because I I I think they hold a lot of weight and yeah, I, you know, respect <laughs> what that what that means. But, you know, I mean, I definitely had days where I like stayed in bed and I mm-hmm. like watched movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I had days where I like broke down hysterically crying to my mm-hmm. husband, just like, you know. Because for again, for someone who doesn't really let anything get in the way of what you yeah. want and like you just find a way, you figure it out. Right. It's it's like you can't you can't do that right now. You yeah. know, you can't be like, screw this, we're actually gonna open our doors, everyone come in, get a massage. You I mean that's just not possible. Yeah. So um so yeah, no, I mean I had you know, like eating ice cream and not working <laughs> out and I mean kind of like all yeah. of the, you know, unhealthy, bad um, habits that are easy to, you know, kind of like sink into. Um, I also kind of retreated from talking to people for a little while, which I think makes it even harder, you know? And again, for someone who like connection and energy, it's like such a big thing for me to kind of not have that really, you know, made it all the more heavy. Yeah. 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 So no, I mean, I mean, there was only a handful of those days in the past six months or so, but, but they were real, you know, and I did. And and for me, they were really real because I, you know, I'm normally at between like five and 6am and it's like, go, (laughs) go, go. And you know, to kind of feel like not even motivated to do anything, um, was very unlike me, but again, it kind of like, there were just those moments.
0: This is the perfect spot to tell you about an app that I'm obsessed with. You guys, it is one of the ultimate life hacks. It's hard to find time to sit down and read all of those books that you want to read that are on your list or those books that are on your bookshelf. And that is why I highly recommend Blinkist. It's super unique. It works on your phone, your tablet, or your web browser. And what it does is it takes the best key takeaways, the need-to-know information from thousands of nonfiction books and condenses them down into just... 15 minutes that you can read or listen to. You guys, successful people like business leaders are well known for reading a lot of books. So I love Blinkist because I take it on walks with me all the time and I can read four to five books in just one one three-mile walk. So a book that I'm loving right now is how to make people like you in 90 seconds or less. And I love getting all the key takeaways from this. And I can tell you that I have also been dying to read Becoming by Michelle Obama. And now I've read it. I know what everybody is talking about. I've gotten all the key takeaways from it. And I also know that I want to continue to read the book in its entirety later on because I am super interested in it. So With Blinkist, you get unlimited access to read or listen to a massive library of condensed nonfiction books all the books you want, and all for one low price. Right now, for a limited time, Blinkist has a special offer just for our audience. Go to Blinkist.com slash happy, try it for free for seven days and save 25% off your new subscription. That's Blinkist spelled B-L-I-N-K-I-S-T. Blinkist.com slash happy to start your free seven-day trial. And you'll save 25% off, but only when you sign up at Blinkist.com slash happy. Did it reset anything for you for your business and how you want to move forward? Like, did it bring perspective or? I think it's just
1: reinforced the importance of, um, you know, the people side of it. I, I really do like so much of the joy that's come from building squeeze has been the relationships that I've built with our team and seeing how connected they are. I will say that, um, one of the coolest parts about all of this has actually been our team's connectivity. Mm. And we use Slack, um, just as a communication tool for yeah. our business. And so we've kept our team updated and motive and, and, you know, connected through like the whole, the whole thing. So even though we had to furlough them a month in, we kept them on actually for the first month because I was okay. so like, you know, again, yeah. you know, we have this whole, the feel good revolution is one of our values. And, you know, it's all about kind of being revolutionary and how we approach this business and, mm. and the way that we that we do things. And so I, we kept them, you know, all on in the first month, thinking that that we would actually be able to get back into business. And then of course, you know, I had to make the really difficult decision to furlough the team. Um, but we've still, you know, stayed connected. I've personally reached out to everyone um, multiple times and had like conversations with them and just, you know, see how they're doing. So I do feel grateful that they're all, um, you know, we're still connected in, in that way. And we really kind of do have a special bond that this has created. Like everyone is so excited to get back to work. So excited to see their team and the people that, you know, they loved. And so I think that it, it's definitely going to create a different level of appreciation for the experience and the camaraderie that, that we've built, um, you know, when we get through all of this.
0: Oh my I have a whole new level of appreciation for just being around people. Even if they're, even if they're different people than you would normally hang around, it's like such a, like, Wow, I'm so grateful to to be having this moment with someone and to be like learning this. I'm a bit more, I can be, I'm an extroverted introvert. Mm-hmm. So for me, I can tend to just either want to be around my people, yeah. like who make me comfortable, or I'm like, oh, I kind of don't want to do this. And now I'm like, no, this is great. Like, what, what, this is so valuable. Yeah. You know, like, what is this teaching me and how can we connect with this person? Um, so uh, you are franchising, which yeah. I think is, I really, really want to talk about this opportunity because I think coming out of COVID, I think it's going to be such an incredible opportunity for people, uh, such an awesome business model, especially... I know so many women, so many people who listen to this podcast are really entrepreneurial, or maybe they're in the beginning of that entrepreneurship journey. And just like where you were kind of in that place of, what do I want to do? Like, what does this look like? I think franchising is a beautiful opportunity to kind of have everything a bit structured for you, even right down to, you know, I loved how you talked about even what you're creating for um, your therapists who are working there, the community feel like, you know, making sure they're really connected, but you're actually taking out a lot of the things that can be some of the challenges. Like like that, you know, making sure they do that whole checklist of what does the person want? What does that look like? So it's really letting them stay in their zone of genius. So I love that this franchise opportunity also comes with, Like it's making it a bit easier for the employees, for like, you know, making the job, just making it more streamlined
1: for everybody. I mean, I couldn't have said it better myself. That's exactly what, you know, this business model will afford our franchisees is a streamlined way to manage your business. There's Mm. so much, because again, it's all through our app and online. So you're not having to, you know, buy your own point of sale and deal with reporting. And I mean, everything is centralized. So we're taking a lot of the operational and admin aspects out of the, you know, day-to-day responsibilities for an operating partner. And really, it really does allow you to focus on creating a great experience, building an awesome team, you know, networking within your community and building an awesome base. And also just you know creating a business that is making people feel good i yeah. always you know we always talk about we talked about this at drybar we talked about it at squeeze it's like you know the hour hour and a half that someone is coming in it's the best part of their day for sure What an, what an amazing opportunity to Mm -hmm. be that one thing for people that's, you know, an escape and just a moment where they get to focus on themselves. Mm -hmm. Uh, So, you know, it really does the, the space in and of itself just has that like vibe that feels special and magical in that way. And I was always so grateful every time, you know, every day when, when I would go to work, because it's like, wow, this is just such a great, space to be in all the time. And also, you know, therapists are these like magical beings. I swear they are just like in their hearts, you know, all they want to do is heal and help people. Yeah. So in addition to their craft and the amazing work that they do through massage, like you can imagine just as human beings, they really bring such a beauty to the environment and like the energy. Again, they're all like wanting the best for people and you know, they invest in themselves and focus on, on their own, you know, internal well-being. So it's just a, it's a really neat, it is, it's a really neat business to be a part of. Um, And, you know, if you are, if you're in a community that you feel like you're looking for the next thing, you want to really focus on wellness and being in this space, which I think is going to just continue to be at the forefront of you know the the American way, if you will, as we move forward, then this is it's a great you know it's a great option and we've got an incredible um, you know operating system and playbooks and toolkits that do really allow you to kind of have a paint by numbers approach yes. so you're not you're not on your own having to figure it out we're you know we're going to be there to support you a hundred percent of the way and Um, yeah, so, you know, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the day where we get to, you know, be having those conversations again and, um, you know, and start to really push forward and, and make a difference and, you know, in our own little way, Mm -hmm. I suppose the one piece that I haven't talked about, um, just when we talk about squeeze as a feel good company is, um, We partnered out the gate with a charity called Canine Companions for Independence. They're an amazing organization that provides service dogs free of charge to people, children, and veterans with disabilities. Oh, wow. I love that they're incredible. I actually got the chance to go visit their um, headquarters up in Santa Rosa before we had launched Squeeze and just met with the team and obviously aligned on you know what our collective goals would be. But the way that we partnered with them is for every membership, we're a membership-based business. And for every membership that we sell, we're helping to provide a day of canine support to a person with a disability. Wow. And, um, and then we also have what we call puppy days. There's They actually have local uh, puppy raisers, um, Like nationwide, so okay. m- most of the cities that we'll probably end up opening in will have puppy raisers, and so we have puppy days where we'll have puppies outside of the shop. Oh God. Um, yeah, just to like done for right, just to greet you on your way in and out, and yeah. also for the the team. Like it's so neat to kind of have those moments, and yeah. so I think that brings again just like an added layer of um impactfulness that the business is, is providing. And, um, you know, again, kind of making our small little stamp on the world and and trying to make it, make it better. And, um, that's, I think, been a neat thing for everyone, you know, um, Mm -hmm. in addition to the way that massage provides, you know, a feel good experience.
0: So. Wow. You're making me want to franchise. You're <laughs> for real. But so Chris and I have always, you know, because we love entrepreneurship. Yeah. So I'm always like, Oh my God, maybe we could franchise this or that. And we're, you know, we're thinking of moving and I like have a couple of places that I love But right. I'm like, maybe I should just, Oh, I'm like, it's sweet green, a franchise. But so I want to talk about why yeah. yours is such a, I really want people to understand if they're thinking about starting a business, why this is actually potentially for more people then it's not like I actually think franchising is. I think a lot of people think that they're they might be entrepreneurs, but I I think that there's so many things about entrepreneurship that people don't think about that I actually think franchising is a much better option for a lot of people. Yeah, depending um, on their strengths and just depending on what they really want to focus on. Yeah. So if, like you were saying, it's someone who wants to focus on building, you know, a great team and community and really being in that. This is such a great opportunity because you don't have to, I'm telling you, like, you know, with starting a business from the ground up, like you have to be a lot in the logistics. So you kind of get out of your zone of genius. You're like, I'm so good with people and networking and bringing people together. And I really want people to feel good. And I want to be in this, like, you don't get to do that a lot of times. Exactly. And and you already have the tough stuff done. You really do. That's why franchising is such a, a great opportunity is... Let me just tell you a little something about systems and processes, right? Like <laughs> You're telling me,
1: girl. I mean it's so many control. Even even having worked at Drybar and knowing what I did going yeah. into squeeze, like I mean, my mind was blown at what we had to figure out. You mm-hmm. know, I mean, it's like you kind of you really don't know until you're in it. And then it is. It's like, holy shit, I'm kind of focusing on all of the things that are really hard and I and I don't actually know that well. And I'm trying to figure it out. Thankfully, we actually brought on a chief operating officer. His name is David Warner. He's my day-to-day right-hand and partner and absolutely amazing. And he is an operational genius who thank God for our operating partners. He is, yeah. I mean, he is really creating such an incredibly, you know, streamlined way for, um, you know, our future partners to be able to operate to your point so that Mm -hmm. they can focus on you know the aspects of the business that really make or break an in-person experience yes. at the end of the day it's like you've got to have amazing people you've got to have great connections an incredible team attention to detail um you know that that make you know that make all the difference and that's hard to do if you're fig- if you know your point of sale is broken or you know you're trying to figure out how to get a report off and yep. You know, just all of the things that do really, you know, again, also matter a lot. But to your point, franchising is so great because all of those things are laid out for you. Yeah. And, and also talk about like, I know, you know, what you're trying to do with Light Pink and creating just a great way for people to collaborate and connect the franchising community in and of itself to have all of these other business mm. partners that are doing yes. the same business yep. of you as you in like different cities and, you know, being able to like bounce ideas off of each other and get help. I mean, that is so cool also, right? I That's mean, huge. that doesn't exist if you're a one-stop shop somewhere. Um, no. So, you know, that, I'm so excited for that too. Like the day that we've got, you know, big conferences every year with all of our uh, awesome partners. I can see and... I just got
0: chills. <laughs> for <laughs> Me sure. Too. Me That's too. That's going to be amazing.
1: Yeah, so I, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful for all of that, and and you know, this this opportunity really will provide such a great way for people to stay connected in that, you know, in that sense, and supported.
0: Yeah, Not it's feel making, like you're on your it's own. It's making me excited. I'm <laughs> like, okay, that would be maybe that would have been an option. Um, yeah, but keep it in mind, yeah, you know? for real, it's it's like I think people listening are probably getting really excited just because it is such a you know, my whole thing, we were talking last night, I want to work with other people. Yes. And it, so I have to also make that a phase of this company of like, even if it's just supporting myself, like, yes. Hey, you know, do, do these other business owners want to mastermind or what does that look like? Like right. get together, have these conversations and you have that built in to what you're doing. Cause I can't tell you how many times I th- I, I watch so many people stop because in places where they should be connecting with other You know, business women or business people to know, like, oh, that's part of the journey. That really hard thing you're going through. Like, here's what it's going to look like, and here's what you need to do, and here's the support that you need. If you don't have that, that's where a lot of it stops. Mm -hmm. That's where you just go, this isn't fun anymore. And your passion, obviously, is super important in building a business. And if it's not there, it's just it's probably not going to be successful. Yep. So. I love what you're doing because it really is built in around the people and built in to have this support system and built in to be like, hey, we, yep, we saw this problem over in, you know, our Nashville store. Here's what we did. Here's how we took care of it. Here's what we can do. Like that is literally priceless. I think the wisdom that you're surrounded with is like everything in a business. So, my God, it's legitimately like you have everything there. So, really, really cool options for people. What does that feel like to know that you're providing kind of like a life purpose? Mission for people. Was that built in when you thought of this? Were you like, I really want this to be like business in a box for people? Yes.
1: So going back to, you know, kind of that like interim time period where I was working on the model and thinking about the brand and how would this business work, that was actually the the idea of Squeeze being a feel good company Mm -hmm. and partnering with Canine Companions for Independence and then recognizing that in the massage space, there was so much opportunity to create a brand that cared for its people in a good, meaningful, amazing way. Yeah. In addition to, this was my first true entrepreneurial venture. You know, I came from the corporate world and thinking of how awesome it would be if for other people like myself and, or, you know, different walks of life and background to, to have this opportunity as well. Mm-hmm. I mean that, yes, it fueled me, it motivates me. It's, it's what I'm super passionate and excited about. Um, so yeah, you know, I think that that's a really, it is, it's a neat thing.
0: Yeah. I, I always, um, when we're talking about, you know, we talk to a lot of entrepreneurs and they'll have their vision and maybe if it's, it's, if they're like lacking energy or something around that sometimes we'll find pieces where it doesn't include enough people or it doesn't, it doesn't maybe benefit enough people in the way that they had hoped. And you can lose, you can kind of lose your energy around it. Mm -hmm. But from everything that I'm hearing, it's like the tough days that you've gotten through are because you think of like the impact that you can make and the people you can help and how that can help change their lives. So it's always like, I always try to sit and be like, how can I include more people in the vision? And mm-hmm. how could how could this benefit more people and include them in the vision? And I think when you do that, the stopping point, you just, you're not going to stop on the hard days. Exactly. You're like, oh crap, people are relying on me. And this, this is actually like changing the legacy of this family over here and right. what's going on. So I love that you've also, you know, included that in the vision. So I really want to know, like for people who are listening, who is this Like who, who do you feel like is it, is this person like, is it burning in their heart to have a a dream or what, what does that look like?
1: Yeah. You know, I think definitely people with some business background is important. I mean, you know, it's a, it's certainly, um, an operations heavy business. Um, you know, you've got to have experience building and managing teams, certainly if you've got a background in health and wellness or any type of retail, you know, super ideal. But also if you've just always been passionate about owning something in your community and being able to, you know, connect people and create, you know, create a great um, experience, you know, we want to talk to you too. I think Mm -hmm. that, um, you know, as long as you're focused and willing to, you know, put in the work and really make this your own in your own community, then, um, you know, obviously, you know, anything you put your mind to, if that's what you really want, you'll make it happen. But, Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely think if you've got, you know, solid business background and, or health and wellness spa retail, um, you know, we'd love to talk to you.
0: Yeah. That's amazing. So I would love to, you don't have to go into uh, numbers at all, but what is, how does the investment process work when you're franchising
1: yes so there's an initial franchise fee that you pay to basically get into the system and then you're responsible for the build out of the location and then there are royalty fees uh, subsequent to that once you're up and running mm-hmm. all of that information um you know we take you through as a part of our um sales process. So we have a site or a page on our website. If you go to squeeze massage.com slash franchising, it's got all of the initial information there that kind of outlines uh the key points. And then from there we've got a multi-step process that by the time you have to make the decision, you've got your are you're armed with all of the information. Um, Mm -hmm. We've got a pretty a pretty locked down process and you know you get to meet everyone on the team and you know access to a lot more information and in, in terms of how we work. And, um, so that's kind of what the process would look like. Okay. That's awesome. So what do you go to again? Give the website again, squeeze massage.com slash franchising.
0: Okay. Awesome. And then for people, we'll put that in the show notes to you guys. So you can just go and click over there and see it. So for people who maybe have a business idea and are like, would this be a good franchise? How, what are some of the questions that they could be asking themselves? Yeah, that's
1: interesting. You know, I think, um, you know, I think you have to ask yourself, is this a, can I make this a paint by number business? It it. really does go back to, is there clear processes and protocols that I can outline that if I handed it to someone else, they would be able to Mm -hmm. follow and do it just as well? Like, is this something that I, that I'm fueled by and it's working because of who I am and what I'm doing? or could someone else do it just as well if I outlined, you know, my process and, um, you know, and I think also, you know, franchising, the reason that we chose to franchise because Drybar is about 70% corporate owned. Um, the reason that we chose to franchise is because as the leader of the company, you know, if you own corporate doors, you really are more of an operator, like true operations management, you're dealing with massive, you know, HR people management, processes and protocols, et cetera. For franchising, it's really more of a sales and marketing business. Mm. You know, again, once you get the operations laid out and the processes outlined, it really is about connecting with people and building great um, connections and networks. And um, so for me, I, because of my background, I really want, I loved the idea right. of, wow, you know, you find a great operator. Cause that's the other thing is like at the end of the day for us in the retail space, it's like the, the franchisee has to be a great operator. Yeah. And we, as the franchisor are going to create a great brand, a great experience, give you all of the tools. Um, but you know, you're the one really making like the nuts and bolts work. Yeah. So for for me, that was that was the big aha was okay, I know how to build a great brand. I know how to connect with people in meaningful ways. I know um, you know, how to create a great experience. I don't have truly a traditional operating background. So operating, you know, a hundred plus doors seems incredibly overwhelming and daunting. (laughs) I could definitely, you know, find great people who are also operators, you know, build a great brand, give them all the tools to do it. So that was that was the other. Piece of it for me that was the deciding factor in going the franchising route.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's it. like everything you've said, it's such important questions. You always kind of go back to your zone of genius. Yeah. Like, okay, this is, you know, this is great. This is what I need. How can I potentially hire this out? I might have to be in it for a little bit, yeah. but I'm going to seek support. I, so many. Uh, people that I talk to can bench themselves like before the game has even begun because they're like, well, I can't do that, or that's my weakness. I'm like, girl, I have so many weaknesses. The list is long. Yes. But you just, you you're on a team Mm -hmm. like you, the quarterback can be great at one thing, but he's terrible at everything else, you know, and it doesn't matter because he's surrounded by incredible people. So I just think that's such a, people have to remember that when they're thinking about going into business, because you could be so freaking genius Mm -hmm. at one thing and totally downplay your abilities yeah. because, you know, that's where you need to stay. And I really see you continuing to be like, how can I stay here? Yep. Okay. This is great. The business requires this, but how can I stay here yep. and making sure that that all happens." So that was super eye-opening to me. It's like, I knew that, but you don't really understand it until you're like, you know, you're talking about your COO. And right now I'm like, yes, I need a great, yes. I'm going to need a great COO. And it's going to be something huge for me that I'm going to have to really make sure, you know, I look for. I actually think it's such
1: an important point because, you know, so much over the last 5 10 years of the kind of female founder wave mm-hmm. and you know women women in business which obviously is is so incredible um but in a way i feel like you know women have been put on this pedestal of like they did it all and yeah. they they didn't you yeah. know i mean the reality is like that's yeah. not a thing and yeah. i actually think it's really important for anyone out there who's wanting to Um, start their own business or is going through it and realizing like, oh my gosh, this is, you know, I need help. Like you do need help. Like you absolutely need to find people who offset your weaknesses, who, who care about you, but challenge you in the right ways. And, you know, you shouldn't feel this like overwhelming pressure that you have, to solve all of the problems, and you have to be good at all of the things mm. because, like, you will not be. I always say that starting <laughs> starting your own business is like a surefire way to v- put all of your weaknesses out on a <laughs> yep. out in, on display for everyone to see. Because yep. it's like, oh man, no, I'm actually not good at all those things. Uh-huh. So, you know, I think people need to hear that more. I think it's an important message because I know even, you know, when I started, and you know, you kind of feel this pressure to like have to know to know everything yeah. and that's just impossible. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think people need to realize that, I mean, you need to know how to find the, you know, the tools and, or the people to offset what you're not good at. Right. You clearly need to be able to navigate that well, but you certainly shouldn't feel this like pressure to figure it all out and be good at all of the things.
0: I, I love that you shared that just because I, I think that the, so I, I think the trait that is most needed that I've found is just resourcefulness. Yep. And like grittiness, Mm -hmm. like being able to just be like, you know what? Today I'm spending my whole day on Google. Like, and it's starting with the question that you have. Like I, I have a friend that I was just talking to and she's like, I really want to make this thing. I don't know where to get a patent though or who I would make it in. And I'm like, have you <laughs> yeah. have you spent time on Google yet? So I sat there and I go, What question would I Google? Right. Like, I was like, how do I make a blankety blank? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's where I started. And I was like, oh, it looks like this place makes these things or whatever it is. And it feels that stupid and easy in the beginning. Or yeah. like it feels that like no brainer, but it leads you down this path of, Oh, this person, how could, how could I get them on the phone? Is yeah. there a way I could talk to them? Would they ever, you know, be willing to, to do that? It's like that basic, but at the same time, it just feels like it's a lot of time spent that you just need to get gritty and yeah. be like, get in that work of, okay, what would I do if I knew what I was doing? I ask myself that a lot. Cause I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like, that's not a great, thing. You can't say that to yourself. Yeah, It's like, what would I do if I knew what I was doing? And I'm like, oh, well, I'd probably ask this person who knows what they're doing. Yeah. Okay. So do it. <laughs> exactly. Well, and also
1: baby step it. Right. I mean, yeah. there's, it's like, you can't figure it all out all at once. There's things that need to fall by the wayside. That's yeah. the, the other thing. Is just like priorities in general is super important so in God, learning yeah. how, you know, what things you can table and what things absolutely need to be done now. And Um, you know, it's a, it's a learning process, but certainly to your point, it's like, if you can just start with like one thing and begin the process and keep going, that's the other thing is like keeping at it is really hard, especially in the beginning when you feel like, Oh my gosh, I have to do all of these things. I have to figure all of this out. It's like, you know, you just got to keep going day by day, little by little, like working through chipping away and, and it'll happen.
0: Oh, that's just one last point to that is, you know, I think one of the hardest things we do is letting, uh, I just listened to a podcast where it was about great CEOs, let fires burn Mm. and it's picking which fire to put out. And they were talking about how sometimes a fire that you don't want will burn for two years. Yeah, Like you won't be staffed the way you want, but you need to keep on continuing to find, you know, great franchisees. Like there's there's all of these different things that you have to decide yeah. what is most important for the company. And I, I think as sometimes I feel as like a, a woman and like more like nurturing personality, mm-hmm. I can want to like nurture all of these things, but it will actually distract you from the main goal. Yep. And it's, it's realizing sometimes you have to care less about certain things in order to care more about what is more, most important. A hundred percent. So hard. Yes, it
1: is really hard. (laughs) It's like, it's like deciphering between urgency and importance. Like sometimes the things that feel urgent are not important, even though it's like, you know, that like kind of burning feeling. That terrible feeling. Yes, (laughs) yes. It's
0: like, they're going to be mad. Yes. Are going to be upset? Yes, they are. Mm -hmm. And you Mm -hmm. have to let them stay that way. Yeah. Oh, that is like. It is.
1: It's hard. Yeah.
0: That's the stuff people don't see that you're like, they're like, oh, wow, Brittany's amazing. Oh my <laughs> God, it must be so nice to own all that. And you've got all these like maybe upset people. 100%. Or maybe things falling through or maybe things not getting done the way that you want whatsoever. Yeah. Like, and that's... There's a constant like needing to release and let go and release and let go. And it's, it is like a people building. Being an entrepreneur is personal development. Absolutely. Five trillion. Yes. So, (laughs) yes, it is. So any last like words of wisdom for anyone listening?
1: Oh gosh. You know, I mean, I think, I think if you're, you know, if you've got a fire in you that you want to try and or start something, I would say, you know, don't find the things that, you know, keep your mind healthy and positive. Mm. I will tell you that that for me, I mean, I always, I think I said this in the beginning, it's like mindset is your superpower. And if your mindset can maintain the perspective that you can do it, that you can figure it out, that it's just going to, it might take a little bit longer, you know, except whatever the hurdle is, but you are you know, staying in a place where you're motivated and you're focused, that's the ticket. Because I mean, consistency is the key in building a business. You just have to like go at it day after day after day. And if you're unmotivated, if your, you know, habits aren't fueling the right, you know, activity and behavior, then that's ultimately what's going to be thorn in your side. So I would say like, do the things that keep your mind healthy and you know, yourself motivated Mm -hmm. and the rest will fall into place.
0: Oh my God. Amen. (laughs) That is like story (laughs) to a T exactly like how I feel about that specific thing. All right. I am so grateful that we got to do this podcast. I absolutely loved it. This Thank could be like three hours and I'd still <laughs> be like, yes, let's do this. Um, so let's give your you website one more time where they can find you, where they can follow you. Yes. So on Instagram,
1: we're at squeeze squeezemassage.com is where you can find just all the information about the business. And if you're interested in franchising at a slash franchising.
0: Okay. Amazing. I'm so (laughs) grateful for you. Thank you so much. This this RV adventure has been so much fun. Um, yeah. And I can't wait, like all of the love and support and all of the things like so exciting to find other women. I really appreciate it. You're amazing. Oh my God. Well, thank you. (laughs) And you guys, um, if you loved this podcast, here's what you can do for Brittany, because you know that the way to thank somebody is to let them know how you are, how they impacted your life. So if you would tag Squeeze, you want them to tag Squeeze? Yes, still, okay. So tag, um, it was at Squeeze. Yes. Just at Squeeze. At Squeeze. Great, easy. <laughs> so tag Squeeze, tag myself, and let us know what your biggest takeaway was from this podcast, what your biggest takeaway was, what your biggest aha moment, like something that opened up for you. Um, you guys know that I love to share all of your takeaways and all of your stories. And that is a huge way that you can thank our guests for letting them actually know what they did for you. So it's so much fun to be able to see who's listening. So you guys, until next time, earn your happy. Bye everyone.